Okay, let's start this year's discussion of Parsha's Kiseitse, Tavshin Ayin Ches, as we have the Parsha with the most mitzvos in the entire Torah, 74 mitzvos in uh, this week's Parsha. We'll try to touch on a few of them. And as uh, we know, through these Parshios that we read in Chodesh Elul, there are so many uh, thoughts that, that are on the Parsha, but that also connect to this time of year, uh, different ideas that are supposed to be going through our minds as we uh, prepare ourselves for the, uh, the Yamim Noraim, for the, uh, the awesome days of Tavshin Ayin Tes Haba in just a couple of weeks. So we start off with a thought uh, in that vein as well from the Shemi Shmuel. From the Shemi Shmuel, and he talks about uh, the unique parsha, the unique mitzvah in the Torah that we have of Ben Sorer Amore, right? the rebellious son, which we'll get back to this, but again, we'll already mention it now, that the Gemara says maybe it never even happens. Maybe it never even happened. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, on Daf Ayin Aleph. We'll read the Gemara soon. But let's uh, first talk from the Shemi Shmuel's perspective. So what's the message for us? What's the message of the Ben Sora Moreh, the rebellious son, to us uh, as we prepare for this, uh, for this time period? Says the Shemi Shmuel. Kishem shachashivuso shel habachor. I'm sorry, first he asked a question. Right, Ben Sora Moreh is connected to the other section, right, the previous section in the Torah. What was the previous Pasik that the uh, Torah mentions? The mitzvah of giving a double portion to a firstborn, to a Bechor. A Bechar, the Pasek, talking about a Bechar, is the Pasek right before the section of Ben Sower What's the connection? And Ben Sower as the Shemi Shmuel, as we know, is only at the beginning of the boys exist, boys godless. We know only from 13 years old for another couple of months, that's the only time he could become Ben Sower Says the Shemi Shmuel is a connection. Bechar, firstborn. Betzoramara only at the beginning of his of his uh, state of manhood says the Shemi Shmuel. The message is specifically apropos for us at this time of year. The chashivus of a firstborn flows from the fact that he is the first. He is the beginning of parenthood. That is what the bechor represents. Beginnings are always crucial. Beginnings are always defining. Beginnings always have a hashpa'a on everything that follows. In terms of children, the Bechar sets the stage. The Bechar uh, lays the foundation for the parents to be parents, right? He was the one, he or she is the one that makes the parents parents. So, that the Bechar symbolizes beginnings. Ben Sora is only at the beginning. In Rowananu, if we see that at the beginning of this boy's manhood, when he's 13, he's acting in such an extreme and vile way, that, that tells us something about the future. Im Anu Ro'in, Sha'aben HaMushchas, Hu B'Shloshes HaChadashim HaRishonim, Leo's Godul Bar'onshin, right, the first three months, HaRizsiseh Simen Muvuk, Shesofo Leo's Mushchas Kol Yemei He's stealing from his parents, right, the meat and the wine and all the other details. So the message of Mitzorah Moreh for us is the impact and the importance and the significance of beginnings and the start of anything. Mikan aleinu lilmodlekach. So that is why we have to take a message. Shetzarech adam lesim leib. Ulahak pid bi'ikar ala yamarishonim shalachri bar mitzvah. First of all, for a bar mitzvah, for a bas mitzvah, the first couple of months... That's crucial. But also, for any age, 
the first days of a month, the first month of a year, the first hours in a day, we have to set the stage. That's why when we wake up in the morning, chakras is the longest, because we're trying to set the stage and the foundation for the rest of the day. Right? As we head towards a new year, Chodesh Tishrei, the first days of the year, the first month of the year sets the stage. We have to do whatever we can. Beginnings are crucial. And one might say, it's not just Tishrei. Right? We have it in both beginnings. We want to say, oh, Nisan is really Rosh Hashanah? Okay, we have Chag Aviv. We have Nisan. We have Pesach. So all beginnings, says the Shemi Shmuel, are crucial. The first days of the year, as we will have in a few weeks. Al Beginnings are crucial. Right, we've um, mentioned in the past the thought of Rabbi Yosef Engel, who writes, maybe that answers the Kasha of the Pnei Yoshua and others. And that is by Hanukkah, right, the question is asked, why do we even need the Nase of Hanukkah? Right, we know the principle is Tuma Hutra Betzibor, or Tuchuya Betzibor. But either way, if I only have Tame oil, then I could just use the Tame oil. Why do we have the whole Nase of the oil lasting for, for eight days? So various answers given, but Rabbi Yosef Engel says, yeah, you could use Tame oil in the daily avoda of the Beis HaMikdash, if you can only find Tame oil. But when we are restarting the avoda, when it's a beginning, that has to be pure. That has to be perfect. That has to be l'charchila. And that is why we needed the nace, because you could only rely on it when you're in the middle, when you're in the process, in the middle of the season, but not, not on opening day. Not when one is reconsecrating the Beis HaMikdash, and that answers that, but that's the same message of the Shemi Shmuel. We have to make sure our beginnings are pure. The beginnings of a state of godless, the beginnings of a marriage, the beginning that's Shana Rishona, right? The beginnings of a month, the beginnings of a year. All beginnings are crucial, and that's what we learn. Okay, now let's go back. That started us off having to do with the Parsha and the time of year. Let's go back to the first Pasuk in the Parsha. So we continue the laws of war that we discussed already at the end of the last week's parsha, all the dini melchama, and now we continue. When you go out to war on your enemies, Hashem will give them over in your hands, and you will capture captives. So a number of the mafarshim, the achronim, mostly discuss the change in language in the pasuk. Right, is an extra yud in there that's plural, your enemies. When you go to war against your enemies, unisano Hashem alokecha biyadecha. Unisano is yachid, not unisanam. Right, unisano, and he will give him, or it, singular, biyadecha, b'shavisa shivyo. And then you will, will capture a captive. Ask the Klayakar, we'll see it through the eyes of the Apirion. The Apirion is the author of the Kisr Shulchan Aruch in his commentary on Allah Torah. Says the Apirion, Midaktikim, source number two. Amaiksiv oivecha lashen rabim, biyurach harabeis, unisano lashen yachid. Right, wide switch. Right, when you go to war against your enemies, Hashem will give him the singular over. Venerally, he quotes based on the Sefer Binali'itim who explains, based on the Pasuk uh, that we had earlier in Dvarim, If someone says in their hearts, there are so many nations, there are so many enemies, how could I possibly defeat them? Hashem says, don't worry. Hashem says, don't be scared. What's the message of the Pasuk? Hashem says, if you're scared, don't be scared. If you say, Hashem says, 
if you focus on the multitude of the enemies and the quantity, and we think about Rabin Bamiyatim, and we realize that they are more, and we try to logically come up with a plan to defeat them purely purely based on our own might and strength. It's not going to work. We are not going to be successful. The key to battle for Am Yisrael is to do our hishtavus, but at the same time recognize that there's a guiding hand behind and it's not, it's not our own, our own strength and wisdom with all the great chachma that, that one might have. That's not what's going to win the war. The key is to recognize that we can't do it. So if you say in your heart, there are so many, there are so many, do not fear them, don't worry, because if you have the proper attitude, that's why if you, if you think about purely, so then one is not going to be successful. So that's the pshat that the Bin Itim, the sefer that he quotes, says on that pasuk in Parak Zion. But now he puts that same idea into our pasuk. Says the Torah, ki milchama. When you singular, not teitzu, ki milchama. When you singular go out, alo yivecha, on all of your enemies, lashon rabim. Meaning, you think there are so many. You think there are so many. Klomar, If you recognize that you are only a yachid and they are a rabim, and the only way that you will be successful is with Hashem's help, then unesano Hashem alakecha biyadecha. Hashem will give them into your hands as if they are ki'ishachad, as if they're only one, as if they are singular. But it's all about that recognition that whenever we're going out to battle, it's all not kochi bosem yadi. We have to do our ishtablis for sure. But it's all about having that proper that proper recognition. And it's a Bevirish Rambam. Fish Rambam, and there's an Issa Daraisa based on last week's parsha. The Torah tells us in last week's parsha, when the Kohen, one of the Kohanim, Kohanim Gedolim, gave a pep talk, to Am Yisrael before they went out to battle. And we have all the exemptions that we spoke about last week and the message of, of, those, uh, of those exemptions. But there's an Isidar Isa to be nervous, which is one of those mitzvot that you know, make us uh, think, how could Hashem command on feelings? And whether it's Avaz Hashem and Yeras Hashem or Lo Sachmod, right, a whole group of mitzvot that see Nekama. Right? Nekama is, is more action-oriented, but even the feeling of Nekama or Nitira. So the Rambam quotes this halacha. The halacha of Losarot, says the Rambam. How do we get over that? It's this, this same attitude. That is hard. And there are those that have had this chus, right? Over the, those, uh, that are members of, uh, the, uh, of Tzahal have this chus of being able to fulfill this mitzvah. If somebody is nervous, but once you're on the battlefield, Right? There were exemptions. But once you're there, Yishan al-Mikveh Yisrael, Umoshio Sara. The focus has to be HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, we have to do our Ishtablus and focus, but we always have to realize what's behind any victory that we, that we have. The Mikveh Yisrael, the Yeda Sha'al Yichud Hashem Uosa Melchama. We're fighting for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Melchemes Mitzvah. The Yasim Nafsho Bachapo. And give it my all. Velo Yira. Velo Yifchad. Not to be scared and not to think of our wives and children at home. Right? That might take away. Maybe I won't fight as, as, as much. Some say maybe you would. 
But the point is to focus on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yimcha zichra milibo v'yifna mikol davar l'molchama. To focus, to empty my mind and only think of the battle. But in the back of my mind, maybe in the front of my mind, I have to recognize the first line the Ramam says, every soldier has to realize Yishan al-mikveh Yisrael umoshio be'isara. That's how Am Yisrael fight battles. And if we have start, start not having this Torah bitachon, so that is a, that is a problem, that's a, that's a violation. Again, a very challenging uh, mitzvah, but it's something that Hashem demands of us and He realizes that uh, this is something that we need to have. The Apirion is saying, this is the attitude that's going to help us win. Okay, moving right along. Back to Ben Sora More. You know, we have these three sections in the beginning of the of the parsha. We have Yefas Toar. We're not going to focus on that this year. We have in other years. We have not being Mivaker, uh, right? Not the switching the Bechor of the uh, the different wives. And then we have Ben Sora More. Kielish Ben Sora More. He doesn't listen to the voice of his parents. Try to give him Malchus. Doesn't work. His parents take him. And they say, this is a Ben Sorimori. He doesn't listen. He's a Zola Vesove, which is a separate uh, Isser. And we know the Parsha that he is taken care of. And he is Ischayev Misa. Says the Gemara in Sanhedrin. We mentioned this last week already, I think. That according at least to one opinion, it never occurred. Ben Sorimora never occurred. Says the Gemara, I didn't give it to you, but uh, I'll read it for a moment, that there are those opinions that say that a Ben Sorimora's parents have to look exactly alike. They have to have the same height. They have to have the same voice. They have to have the same everything. That's the opinion, says the Gemara, that holds. It never happened because that's impossible. Why is it here? Because it's part of the picture of the divine law. Right? It's all, we need the whole picture, even if it's not halakha l'maysa. Come on, Rabbi Yehuda. That's like Rabbi Yehuda, who says previously, Good. But as we just said, we still then, even more so maybe, have to learn the messages. Right, of drosh v'kabal schar, so we have to darshan. And maybe the schar itself will be the messages that we could get from the darshaning. So ask the klayakar, what's the message? What's the message for us? Mikol makom, second line. Chal aleinu chovas bir doverzeh. Lama kasvet Torah, doversh, enobadim saklau. Okay, the Torah still wrote it for a reason. Gam yesh l'hisbonein. Also, b'mashinemar, what does it say at the end of the section after we take care of the Ben-Sorah Morah? Four words. V'chal Yisrael Everybody will hear about it. There are very few mitzvos where it has such a lashon. Right? Dalit Srichan Achraza. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin Adat Petes. Four people. Memzoramora, Mesis, Adam Zoman, just a few. So why Dafka here? All the Jews should hear about this and be scared. Isn't it interesting and ironic that Dafka, by one of the mitzvos that never happened, that's what the Torah says, they'll hear about this and they'll be scared? It never happened. Say it by a mitzvah that happened. Yosem in Bishar Mitzvah's Pratios. There's obviously a message here that we have to learn. What's the, why, so why did it say Dafka by this mitzvah? V'chol Yisrael Yishmu V'yiro. Says the, the Klayakar. Revelations. Says the Klayakar line 5. Ulai Taimo Shel Davar. Lefish and Ben Soru Moreh. Lo Hayav Lo Yiv Lo Nechla Parsha. Ki Im Kedesh Yishmu Habanim V'yiro. 
Below Yasu Kadavar Hazeh. Chiddush Gadol. Says the Klayakar. When the Torah says, Chayisul Yeshua V'yiro, maybe the Torah is alluding to the fact that they're not going to hear and be awed and be shocked because of the Misa and because of what Bezdin does. But when they read this section in the Torah, V'chol Yisrael Yishmu V'yiro, it's talking about the children themselves. It's talking about the potential Sorer Moris. That's what the deeper understanding, you read the Pazga, it doesn't sound that way. It sounds like the previous part of the Pasuk. But on a deeper level, even if this ever took place, they'll hear about this concept of Ben Sorer Mora and they'll realize what the message is. They'll hear this Parsha and the law that applies. Hopefully the children will be scared and shocked into not rebelling against their parents. That's the message. That's the message. There's only one problem according to this shot of the Klayakar. It says V'chal Yisrael. If it really was meant for potential Ben Sora Moris, then maybe it should have said, V'chal Habanim, Yishmu V'yiro. Right, it's talking about the potential kids. Akashali, line 12. V'chal Yisrael Yishmu V'chal Habanim Avalolameymar. It should have said V'chal Habanim according to this pshat. Ki ein sarech l'pachad zeh, ki im l'banim. Right, the banim are the ones that have to have this pachad. And we know V'chal Yisrael is V'chal Yisrael. Va'ani Omer, says the Klayakar, Shein Sarach Bazet, I'll tell you what it means. The Kal Yisrael names the children. Kigami Pshuta Shala Parsha Yismusur Nifla Lechal Yisrael, She Nikru Banim Lekel Chai. We are all Banim. Banim Atem Lashem Lokechem. Are we Paskin? Doesn't matter what we're doing. We are a Kaddish Baruch who's Banim. Banim Atem Lashem Lokechem. The Yesh Lachus. So we are Banim. But says the Klayaka that it represents a danger also. If somebody knows their banim, maybe they could take a little more advantage. Sometimes children start up with their parents, even though they would never do that when they were out of the house. With parents, okay, it's my parents. They'll always be my parents. Right? Somebody else's house, I have to behave more. You know, it's, uh, you know, I have to make sure that I don't embarrass themselves. So we might think, Kodesh Baruch is our parent. We might think, if I do this, it's okay. Not so bad. Right, we might use it negatively. And they'll say, Since we are children of God, Even if we rebel a little bit and we falter, Hashem won't be so upset. He'll forgive us. Right, so maybe somebody might have that attitude. That's why the Torah says, no, no, no. Look what, look what parents can do if the child deserves it. The parents are the one that bring him out. The parents are the one that ultimately are Kovea, the, 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 the din, and they bring him to Bezdin. That's the message. Don't think just because you're Banim. So it applies to Vachol Yisrael, Yishmu Yiro. You as children also. Am Yisrael as children of Hashem. Alken Kosva Torah Shadin Din Emes. Shafilu ha'av chayiv lahavi esbeno lebezdin ulamosro lemisa v'al yideze yishmu parshizu kol yisrael v'yiruas Hashem v'lo yismu ha'mashakaram banim. So we have to use banim in a sense that it is positive in our avodas Hashem. No matter how far we've gone, 
So we have to use the fact that we're banim to realize Hashem always loves us. And Hashem wants us to come back. But we can't use it in the opposite direction. Uh, well, we're banim, so we can do whatever we want. I remember the story about Choni and Ma'agel and Masechah's Tainus, where some of the other Tanoim were upset at Choni. And they said, if you were in Choni, we would put you in Chayrim. Because how do you talk to Akadosh Baruch like that? Right, you're like uh, somebody who's Mishatek and Eged Aviv, right? You say, oh, not this much, too much rain, too little rain, just right, this is good. Okay, now stop the rain. Don't talk to Akadosh Baruch like that. Your parent gives you something, just say thank you and enough. No, but they say, you're like, you're like a, a child. Like, uh, so that's exactly, that's exactly the, uh, the message that he's saying is that we can't go overboard. We can't go over the line in terms of our being banimatem and try to use it too much to our advantage. Okay. One more idea related to Ben Saramore, a very famous question that is asked Rosh Hashanah time. Ask Rosh Hashanah time. Again, as I started off, you know, all of, much of these parshios have to do with uh, a lot of this time of year. So as the Gemara says, Ben Saramore needed al shame sofa. And we continue. Uh, Rav Zevin quotes the entire Chazal. The Torah goes to the end, what sees into the future and predicts what the Ben Sora Mor is going to do. He's going to, he's going to be, um, addicted. And therefore he's going to try to find and fulfill his addiction. And he can't. So he's going to try to steal and he's going to try to rob. The Okay. So we have the concept of Nidon al Shem Sofo. He is punished based on the future, what didn't happen yet. He's punished based on a future event that did not happen yet. Ah, isn't this a stira to the Pasuk in Parshas Vayera, which we happen to lay in on Rosh Hashanah first day? Kisham alakim as kol hanar, el kol hanar, basher husham. Why was Yishmael saved? The little baby Yishmael. Why did he just die in the desert? By natural causes, he should have died? No. Hashem judges him Ba'asher Husham right now. Yes, his descendants are going to cause terrible tragedy, terrible massacres, terrible Kashem to Am Yisrael. But right now, is this baby guilty or innocent? Innocent? Okay. Innocent, I'll save him. Obviously, so is it Nidon Hashem Sofo? Ben Soramora, or is it Ba'asher Husham? Many uh, Svarim on Rosh Hashanah talk about this question. Rav Zevin talks about it here on our parsha. Hadvarim yizbaru lefi halacha. He quotes halacha. He quotes the shuvah of the Chassam Sofer. Chassam Sofer shuvahs do not often make it into the parsha shir, but right here, shuvahs Chassam Sofer kasaf. Sha'af al pishen echleku tanoim. We know there's a general machlokas tanoim. Kol ha'omed lizrok kizaruk dami. If something is has a destiny. To be something done to it, sometimes we could view it, ki'ilu, it's already done. When it's blood before a carbon, right? You're about to be zorik. So we could say, kala ome lizrok, kazarik dami. Kala ome lizrok, if I'm, if I have a chayif to burn something. Kala ome lizrok, kasarif dami. Right? Different halachas like that. Kala ome for something, ki'ilu, it's already, kala ome likatsets, kakatsets dami. Sometimes the halacha of long fingernails. Kala ome lixos. So says the Chassam Sofer, it's a general machlokas, whether it's kazarik or lav kazarik. We don't always say that it's ki'ilu done already. But says the Chassam Sofer, that's only, when we don't see it ki'ilu is done already, that's only by cases, if it's not a natural progression. 
It's not natural. Something has to be done. But it is going to be done. One needs the uh, a person's actions to be involved in it. But if it's natural, if there's a natural progression that we could foresee, this is where nature is just taking its course. Right, it's not dafka something else from the external. Then we can view it as if it's done. The machlokes is where there's an external human input that is needed, but where it's natural, then it's kilu, it's done. Kimo, what's his example? Betrephos. There's a certain type of internal wound that the or internal illness that an animal has. It's ki'ilu, right? If it's going to turn into a hole, as if it has the hole already. It already has the symptoms of the illness that is going to take place. Or, if you have a certain type of ink that naturally is going to turn into another color, also, same thing. Where you have something natural, then you can view it as if it already happened. But if it's something from externally, so then you don't. Says the Rav Zevin, moving from conceptual halacha to the message for us, Hashkafa, says Rav Zevin, Uvechein, line 10, Ben Sorah Right, what's our kasha? Why Ben Sorah do we go by Nidr Hashem Sofa? While Yishmael, Basher Husham. Ben Sorah Moresh, With these symptoms, with these actions, Chazal in the Torah, in its infinite wisdom, knows it's a natural progression. It's natural. Right? So a child, a boy of this age, stealing and drinking and, and, and doing all the behaviors that Chazal say at this age, such an extreme way, it's natural. That is, this is where it's going to lead. Again, remember, according to Chazal, never happened. We're not talking about any, any child, Chas V'Shalom, that's having difficulty. Right? No, we're talking about the conceptual, hypothetical Ben Sora So that Ben Sora naturally is going to lead to what it leads to, and that's why we say Nidro Shem Sofa. But Yishmael, even though his descendants, his descendants were terrible, but he was Kasher at that moment. There was nothing natural that was going to come out of Yishmael at that time. There were external additions. Right, he let Yisrael go first in the burial of Avram Avinu. Right, so the fact that his descendants did that was not a direct result of Yishmael, and that's why it was Bashar Husha. Says of Zavid, great, that's the answer, but maybe now we understand also why we read that on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Right, many are bothered. By the second day of Rosh Hashanah, we read the Akedah. Akedah, okay? Did the Akedah happen then? Or at least we are mocker of ourselves, uh, like the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, on, on, uh, on Rosh Hashanah. But what about the first day's landing? Right, why do we lane the first day's landing? What's the message? The story of Yishmael and Hagar. So suggests Rav Zevin, maybe this is the reason. Because Basher Husham by Yishmael means Hashem looks at the person. What's the natural direction that this person is going to, and what is external going to make him trip up. So if every Jew, if we have, if we do tshuva, and today we accept 
that we're going to be different, that we're going to be better, that even though we know we're probably going to fall, but Hashem can look at us today like He did Yishmael and say, but naturally this person is going to be great. If He had the right surroundings, if He had the right uh, everything else, without all the difficulties. So maybe that's why we read it, because that's basically what we're davening for. Allah avar osim shuva. Allah asid hare yodea machshavos. Who yodea sheitachin ma'od is possible. Shasid lechatz v'shalom shuvlachto. It's possible for us to sin again. Aval yisrael bat musam k'sherim him. But that's not us. That's not internally us. Upipniyusam kulam rotsim lasis lasos rotsom konam. Inside we all want to do the right thing. Naturally, a Jew wants to do the right thing. Sins are artificial covers of what we want to do. I didn't give you the footnote, but in the footnote he quotes, if there's any source to quote in this regard, is the Rambam and Nichols Gerishin. The Rambam talks about where somebody's supposed to give a get, peasants allowed to use certain methods to help him do what the Torah tells him to do, because the Ramam says, really, it's his Yetzirah that's forcing him not to do it and not to listen to best. But either way, that's Rav Zevin, Nidon al-Shem Sofo, versus Ba'asher Kusha. Okay, a few thoughts on Ben Saur Moving right along to a later part of the Parsha. Again, so many mitzvahs to talk about. Let's stay towards the beginning. Says the Torah, Perech Abayz, Pasig, you shall not see your friend's donkey or ox and go away from them. Just, uh, remove yourself from them. Help him up. Right, if you see a, an animal that is suffering under its load, so then help the animal out. This is one of the many sources that various Rishonim bring for the halach of Tzar Right, There is no mucker in Shas written for Tzar Baal Echayim, so all the Rishonim have different suggestions what the source is for Tzar, the Gemara says Tzar Baal Daraisa, according to one opinion. So where's the source? This is one of the sources. The mitzvah of Prika, the mitzvah of helping unload an animal that is suffering under its load. But, Chazal Darshin, Hakim Takim Imo. They focus on that word, with him. With him, what's that message of with him? What happens if somebody's donkey is having a difficult time and he goes to sit on the bench? He goes to take a rest. And he sees his friend, yeah, you can help out my animal. But he himself is not helping out his animal. Only he's asking someone else to help out the animal. So in that case, there's a p'tur. Which is interesting. If it's about Sabal Echayim, it should make a difference. Okay, but either way, Halach v'yashav lo v'arlo, the Sifri says, Hol v'alechel mitzvah lefrog prog, please be my guest, it's your mitzvah. Pater, then the person is pater, because hakeim takeim, Emo. Only if it's with him. If you're not taking the first step, then I don't have to help. So we've mentioned a number of times in past years the thought of the Chavetz Chaim, but this year we're going to add on a mashal to what the Chavetz Chaim says, um, which we've mentioned again a number of times. We have it here in the Lech He quotes the Chavetz Chaim, then he quotes the Mishle Chavetz Chaim, who adds on a mashal. What's the message of the Chavetz Chaim? This doesn't only apply to helping out an animal. It has to do with helping out myself. Right? We have to help each other. We have to do our best to help each other. But it's only if I'm first trying myself. If I'm trying, then fine. Other people can help me. If I'm not trying to do anything, then there's a mitzvah tochacha by someone else. But the mitzvah of hakim takim wouldn't apply. Halachazu says the Chavetz Chaim, no se sima musar haskel lachal inyane adam. This is a life pasuk. Imu mekadesh atzmo melamata 
If a person sanctifies themselves milamata with their own kochos, so then milamala, they uh, Hashem helps out too. In lamashal binosafla bakashato. After saying nitzor l'shoni meiros v'asaymi de mirba, we daven. Right? What do we daven every at the end of every uh, amida? Hashem, help me not say lashon hara. Help me. If then he also studies Shmiras Alashan and does his best to try to work on his uh, language, then great. But if I daven, and then we just say whatever we want, and we don't we don't focus on anything we're saying, then then what kind of Hakim Takim is that? We're asking for Syata Dishmaya, literally, and we're not doing it myself. That's all included in Hakim Takim. We have to try. We have to take the first step. Right? It's not easy always. Not easy. Not easy. Sometimes things, people are tired. I just read last night in uh, Sefer from Reb Nevenzal on the halachis of the Yom of Norayim and this time of year. So uh, the question, the question they asked was, you know, if during Slichus, you know, his, his uh, learning is going to be affected and his matzav ruach is going to be affected because so he has to get, get up in the middle of the night to say Slichus, gets up very early. Right? So everything's going to be affected. So, you know, what, uh, what should he do? So Rebbezal's answer is, say slichos. Right? That's, that's, that's what you gotta do, you gotta do. There's, what, what do you, well, there's nothing, right? if you have a choice, he talks about if somebody's, if there's other, uh, serious responsibilities that want us to take care of it. But Lamaisa, many of us are tired and exhausted and it's a, it's a challenging week and a half, especially when you have a long slichos year. Right? But, but again, that's, so say slichos. But, okay, so we could add in a little extra in our davening to say, Hashem, Help me out here, not to be so tired, and and let me get through it with a matzav ruach of uh, that's that's positive. And but again, that's we have to try our best. We have to, we can't just dive it and not try our best. We have to try our best, and that's the uh, that's the message. So that we've t- quoted in the past, but I'm not sure if we quoted this mashal of the Chavetz Chaim himself also on line ten. I think we might have quoted it in other contexts. There was an ani that was very poor, and he finally meets somebody in the middle of the street. He meets an usher. And he starts t- talking to him and telling him about his difficult situation. And, you know, I need this, I need that. Right? I need money, I need money. Please, could you help me out? The usher says, I would love to help, I just don't have any money on me. I don't have any money on me. So, you know, tomorrow morning, you know, at such and such a time, come to my house and I'll give you. Just just come, I, I, uh, I just don't have any. It's like, fine, good, the next morning... The usher is waiting by his uh, door for the ani. The time comes, five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes. Ani doesn't come. After about an hour, the usher is like, okay, i got to leave. So he leaves, okay. Later that day, he meets the ani in the street and says, what's going on? He's like, yeah, I, I really need the loan. I really need, could I please come? Could I, do you have, I don't have anything here. Come to my house. I can write out a check. Fine, okay. So he says, okay, I'm, I'm going to wait tomorrow. Fine. Same thing happened. He keeps asking and asking, but never going to the door to take the money. Says the Chavetz Chaim, that's us. That's us. What do you mean, that's us? Mispalim anu yom, line 15, in source number 7. Hashem, help me out with my learning. Right, what do we say in Berch Torah? Vaha Reb no Hashem, okay, Hashem, make it sweet. Make me, enjoy, help me enjoy it. The same belibeinu lahaven lahaskel. Sometimes there are difficult gemaras, there are difficult dafs. So we daven lahaven lahaskel l'shma. But do we try to put in an extra effort to try to understand, to try to have a better relationship with whoever we want to have a better relationship with? Light up my eyes with your Torah. 
Chaneinu meitcha, Deya bin Vasco. We have so many bashes from Akadish Baruchu. So ain't safekshu, who is Baruch Muchan. Hashem wants to, Achonotan Bechach, Bamid Vasco. Hashem wants to give us all of these. But he needs a little, a little, Hashtavus. Uh, he needs a little bit. So what happens? Adarabha, Misayeh, who you day, Ose Mitzvah, Umuchan Lashpia, Lafkachulash, Yivakish. But he asks one thing. To learn a little bit. To open up a sefer. To have an extra seder, to, to allow Hashem to alight, light up our eyes in the Torah. But if we're not, then it's just not going to help. We daven and daven, but we don't always think about what we're davening, right? We daven that our, our words, we shouldn't speak, our, our mouth should be better, and we should do tshuva. We do all the things. Hashem's just waiting for the hakim takim emo. Hashem wants the emo. And that's what we say on Shabbat Shuvah also at the end. Kechu imachem osam. Kechu imachem dvarim. V'shuvah Hashem. Take with you. With you. V'shuvah Hashem. Hashem is doing it with you. And that's what, and that's what we have to do. Okay. Interesting. Interesting thought. If we look, continue a little bit later on. Perach Beis Pasik Yud Al. V'kalopsukim later. Again, every Pasik here is another mitzvah. We have the Isra of Kilai Behema. We've quoted in the past the great story of Avnas and Adler, who got very excited in the snow when his wagon driver brought a, brought a, a horse instead of a cow. Okay, can review that story. But anyway, Yudalf. Lo Silbash Sha'atnez. Samar Upishtim Yachtav. The Isra of Sha'atnez, one of the five Kilayim. Right, we just mentioned right here next to each other. We have Kilai Behema, two types. Right, cross breeding and cross working. We have Kilai Zraim, Kilai Akerem, and Kilai Begadim. Right, Kilai Begadim, Lo Silbashani, Semu Fishdim Yachta. And in the very next Pasik, Gedilim Taselach. Gedilim, which Rashi, uh, the Unkelis translates as Kruspidin. What's that? Strings, tzitzes. Gedilim Taselach. Make strings for you. The Mitzvah of tzitzes. Al Arba Kanfos Kosuscha Ashutachase Ba. Good. Rashi. Rashi quotes, Gedilim Taselach, Af Minakilayim. Even from Kilayim. Meaning, Tcheles, real Tcheles in the Mishkan, real Tcheles is wool dyed, whatever color Tcheles was. So if I'm wearing wool strings and I'm wearing a linen baguette, that's Shatnez, that's Kilayim. Says the Torah, Mutter. Mutter, Lakach, Samchan, Hakasuf. That's exactly why the Pasik put these two psukim together, tzitzes and shatnes right next to each other, to teach me, asei doche lo saseh. The mitzvah of tzitzes, when done in its complete, perfect state, meaning tzitzes with tcheles, uh, that could be doche, the iser of shatnes. And we have that principle very often, asei doche lo saseh. And two questions one might ask. One is the general question that's already asked by the Rishonim. What's the svar for that? Right, usually we would think the opposite. Right, violating a losa say is worse than not doing an assay. The Ramban's kasha in Parshas Yisrael. Violating a losa say there is punishments, often malchus and worse. Bittel say, almost all except for two. Bittel say there's no punishment. I lost the opportunity, but there's no punishment. So then, why is it better to do the assay and violate? Better not to do the bitzvah and don't do the avera. Says the Ramban in Parshas Yisroh, who says, that's the difference between Avas Hashem and Yeres Hashem. Yes, in terms of Chumras Ha'avera, Losasin is obviously for sure more Chum. I didn't give you the Ramban. Uh, but, um, it's more, it's, it's definitely worse. But when there's a clash, Avas Hashem beats Yeres Hashem. 
and mitzvahs say are a reflection of Avas Hashem, and that's Doche, the Losase, which not doing the Isser is a reflection of Yeras Hashem. Okay, that's the Ramban in Parshas Yisro, and the beautiful Hosafa to that we mentioned from the, some of the Achronim that the Gemara says in Zvachim, Ein Asei Doche Losase Bebeis Hamigdash, maybe because Yira plays a central role in the Beis Hamigdash. Okay, fine. But maybe there's another idea. Why do we say Asei Doche Losase? But to add on a question first, why is the Makar Dafka here? There are many examples. The Gemara gives Mila and Saras and um, other other examples. Yet, where does Chazal say it? Right here. Kilayim and Tzitzis. Why is that the most appropriate example of Asidochalos Asay? Says Rabbi Sion Firer here in the Hagiona Shel Torah. Line 5. Mikivan Shegedola Chashivusa Shel Yahadus Aktivit Miyadus Pasivit. There's active Judaism and passive Judaism. We are active Judaism Jews. That's what we need to be. Not to do something is usually easier than to do something. I don't do it, I won't do it. But to get up and do something, that takes more. Also, not only is it easier just not to do something than to do something, there's, there aren't different levels of not doing something. I don't do it, period. If I do something, there's a lot of different levels of how I do it and what's behind my doing it. Whoever doesn't do it, doesn't do it. Not everybody does it with the same fire, with the same hidur. Because doing something is creating something. Doing something is a yitzira. I'm creating. What does the Mishnah say in Perk uh, I'm creating a uh, sanegar. Sheval not doing an avera, is minias harisa. It's just preventing destruction. Doing the avera creates a kategar. Not doing the avera is preventative. Not doing something generally is preventative. Tamid yoter It's always harder to build than to prevent destruction. Right? Holding something up is easier than getting it up in the first place. Chazal even say that about weights. Says the Hegyon Shigra. Not doing something I could just like, I'm lazy, this is what I'm used to, kachunach, this is what other people do. But when it comes to Asiya, there are many different levels. Yesh Yehudim, says the, uh, line 16. To do a mitzvah, it takes more hislavos. It takes more action on my part, obviously. Yesh Yehudim, many people are okay by not, I'm, I won't do that, I won't do that, I won't do that. To do this, that's much harder. I have to make a decision to do. Lahem mitzvahs, but I'm sorry. Yehudim mechinas laven him yirim v'shleimim. Ulam mechinas ha'asin yahadu sam tzolas v'miksa. Sometimes people's mitzvahs are a little limping along. Lahem ba mitzvah sitzes lahaskir chul shatam. What does sitzes say? Ureisa mosa uzachartem as kol mitzvah soshem va'asisa mosa. Just do it, as they say. Sitzes teaches us to get up and do it. 
That's the message of tzitzis. We discussed in the past, Dafka the strings. It's called mitzvah Hashem. And since tzitzis is the mitzvah that reminds us to actively get up and do it, that's why that's the most appropriate mitzvah to teach us. Because getting up and doing it takes more from a person, commitment, than not doing the Avera. And that's why it is most appropriate to teach us active Judaism. Tzitzis over Shabbos. Okay, two final points related to Amalek. Related to Amalek, we know this year is a, uh, there's a Chumrah of a sum of the Achronim. Chumrah of some of the Achronim to, uh, to make an announcement before this year's Maftir because there's going to be 12 months between last year's Parsha, 13 months between last year and next year's Parsha Zachar because of the Shonim Uberis to have in mind because it's going to be more than a year. The fact, Rav Asher Weiss likes to quote the Chazonish, the fact that none of the Rishonim say it, Haraya, that, it's not, that it must not be true. Right? Haraya, what? Nobody said this before the 1800s? For the 1700s, they have to think about it? It must be that. Chazal don't mean one year. Motishkach. It means a cycle of a year. Sometimes it's 12 months, sometimes it's 13 months. Okay, and either way, we'll talk two points about um, Amalek. Two thoughts about Amalek. First, from Rav Chaim Shmulevitz. Chaim Shmulevitz writes in the Sichas Musr, Something that, again, many talk about, of Asher Karcha Baderach. What's this root of Amalek? That's what Rashi quotes, he cooled us off. Asher Karcha Baderach. So what does that mean that he cooled us off? Right, Rashi quotes the Chazal. He was the one that jumped into the, into the Ambatia, the hot bathtub. Asher Karcha Baderach, Tzinancha, Vekiris Halat, Valavasha, Yoktim Bach. What exactly does that mean? What does it mean that he, he cooled us off? Quotes of Sichos Musar, fascinating. Where's the first time we meet Amalek in the Torah? Where is he introduced to us? Back to Bracious. Bracious Lamid Vav Yudbeis. Vitimna Haisa Pilegesh La Elifaz Ben Esav. Timna was a Pilegesh to Esav's son. He had Vatil Elifaz Es Amalek. Amalek is Esav's grandson. Chazal tell us a story about what happened to Timna. Timna tried to come to Bimas Geyer, to Avram Abinu's house. Boi ligiure. Boi says to Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, they didn't accept her. Why? For whatever reason, we don't know. So she says, okay, I can't get into Avraham. What's my closest to Avraham? She went to Elifaz ben Esav. Amra, she says, I want to be close at all, whatever I can do. To be a shifcha, whatever it is, I want to be be connected to this nation. And Amalek came out, the Tsarin of Yisrael. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, there was a little bit of a shemetz of a of a fault by the Avos not accepting her. So we don't know why. The Gemara said that Avi and Yaakov had their reasons. And Lachara, they had justifiable reasons. But even if they were justifiable, the result was an Amalek. Amalek came out of an act of rechuk, an act of distancing, says the Sichus Musser. And that's why Amalek's whole mahus is to be marchik, to try to distance us from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to create fog, to create doubt, right? Amalek, Amatriya, Suffolk, to show that it's, it's just, don't focus on it, don't think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not everything is what you see. 
it looks like Hashem is awesome, and there's Makos, and there's Kriyas Yamsuf, and there's everything. Malik describes it, eh, it was a strong tide that day. He's marchik us from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's how he started, and that's his mita. That's what he says if we continue looking uh, looking down. And how does he do this? Line 28. How does he do this? By making us not think. Making us not just see HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right, he quotes the fascinating Pasuk in Shmos, line 36, by the Makkah of Dever, Asher lo sum libo al-Dvar Hashem, those who didn't focus on the, weren't some late to the Dvar Hashem, they left their cattle outside. And ask all the Bali Musar, I don't understand. They've already been through. Dam Svardei Akinim Arov, lots of Makos. They didn't even think there was a chance that it might happen. Right? Moshe said it was going to happen. So far, all the times he's been right. What What is it going to hurt? Just put your animals inside. It's going to be so difficult. It's not even uh, an iota of doubt in their minds. Yeah, we'll leave them outside. Nothing? Not even 20%? I show low some libo. If I don't put my heart on something, if I don't focus on something, I could have the greatest acts of God in front of my eyes and it's not going to make a Roshan. And it's not going to make a difference. That's the power of Amalek. And that's the whole Olam Azeh, all these thousands of years, until Mashiach comes, Kiyon al-Kais come, until Mashiach comes, all the lack of recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our lives is all from Amalek. It's all from the Rechuk. That's what his mahus is. His mahus is to distance us from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and not to allow us to see exactly what we're supposed to be seeing. And at the end, if you look at the end of source number 10, he even quotes in a halachic context the uh, Rashi Mesech HaShvuas. The first couple of Dafim and Mesech HaShvuas talk all about the different karbanos that one has to bring based on different knowledge of the, uh, the Avera. Did you originally know about the Avera and then forgot it? Did you never know it and then you, know, and then you knew it? So there's a concept there, the Gemara on Dafhei discusses, called Yediyaz Beis Rabo. You knew it in Yeshiva. You were taught it when you were in uh, grade school and you forgot it. Yediyaz Beis Rabo. Rashi quotes there, what's the idea of Beis Rabo? Lomad Beis Rabo Shasheretz Metame. I learned that a Sheretz is Metame. The Yadash is Esheretz I knew this was a Sheretz, I touched it. Avalosam Alibo Shenitma. I didn't focus. There's that Samalibo again. If I don't focus, I can know everything and it's, and it's not going to make an impression. That's the power of Amalek and we have to conquer. Zachar, remember what Amalek did? And we have to remember and not forget. And just to end off with a related thought from Rabbi Lamb. Rabbi Lamb, in, in his uh, Drusha Lodoros, five-volume set, put out the amazing Drushas of, uh, of Rabbi Lamb. Um, they quote, this is a Drusha that he gave in 1973. So he quotes there the idea of memory and forgetfulness. He says they're both part of the, of the human condition. Both part of the human condition, but there are many mitzvahs that have to do with remembering Right? Zachar, remember Shabbos, and remember what happened to Miriam, remember we had Hashem in the desert. But we also have mitzvahs relating to forgetting. Shichacha, most famous. If I forget something, I have to leave it there. I forget. We have, in a certain way, we have to try to forget grudges and insults and not take nakama. Also a form of forgetting. But most famously, we have Amalek. Remember, don't forget. Right? So the question is, Forgetting is something natural. It's so bad if we forget, 
We forget things. We all forget things. So he quotes from the Chedushi Arim. No, no, no. It's not that type of forgetting. The type of forgetting that the Torah is talking about, about remembering Amalek, what he did to us, and not forgetting is, as he writes on the bottom, forgetfulness, he says, often depends on man. We're not speaking of forgetting of facts, but the kind of forgetfulness that implies the emptying out of the mind, the catharsis of the heart of its most basic spiritual principles. And this type of forgetting is not natural, but at root, it's focused on myself and arrogance. The more I focus on me, the less place I have to remember the important things in life. When a person is preoccupied with themselves, he writes on the top, he forgets. And he quotes a different gematria, which is not as famous as Amalek and Suffolk, Amalek and Rum. Rum levavecha. My heart would be uplifted. When a person is filled with conceit, he falters and forgets. Too much ego results in too little memory. An absent mind is the result of a swelled head. Rabbi Lamb at his best. Forgetting here means I forget on my, 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 my mahus. I forget my place in the world. I take up too much space in the world. The more I pick up my body and myself, the less space there is to remember, to remember other things. Right, and that's what he says. He says the problem in, of Jews today, and this is in the early 70s when he wrote this, the problem with the Jews today is not so much because of self-hatred, but because of a massive act of ethnic forgetfulness, such national absent-mindedness of forgetting our higher identity. Why? Because it's all about the self. It's all about our generation. It's about what's in it for me and what makes me feel good. It's all about me, me, me. So I'm a male, I forget what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants from me. But that's all rum, and that's all from Amalek as well. So our job is to remember Amalek, both elements. Remember that he tells us to not to focus. He tells us to be cooled off. He tells us that uh, it's about being distant. We have to do our best not to be distant. We have to be Makari. We have to be Karof. Or we have to be a close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to conquer the Amalek, to not forget what he tries to do and to be able to do our best to be able to um, have that connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu at this time of year as well as throughout the, throughout the year. Okay, we'll stop here, Hashem, and we will uh, we'll pick up next time.